Welcome to Truman's Matrix. A podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. Where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. All right, well, welcome to Truman's Matrix. Boom, crash, bam, boom. All right. We are going to take a look at the Twitter feed for our account, and that is at Digging Deeper US. The at sign, Digging Deeper US on Twitter or X. So we're calling this the X Files, and X is now the new name of Twitter, and these are the X Files, Volume 4. And tonight, we're going to look at several different things, and you'll see what's the most significant here in just a second. But the first thing that we're going to do is talk about these, these crimes that Elon Musk has been doing a lot of tweeting on his own platform. It's kind of interesting because, uh, you know, he owns the thing, but yet he is on there talking to people and interacting more than anybody is, really. So it's kind of interesting to see, you know, his level of interactivity. So we've been following him and seeing what's going on there. And so I'll just flip over to my Twitter feed here and we'll see that, you know, Tucker right now is, is talking to this guy about Biden's crimes and backing the Ukraine, Ukraine government, throwing priests in jail. That's mm -hmm. what Tucker was talking about on episode 34. And we're not going to play it for you, but that was one of the things that we had tweet retweeted because I found that it was interesting that Elon Musk, as you see above, was the one who was actually retweeting it and he says priests are being imprisoned. So I just want to give you a heads up. The owner of Twitter or X, which by the way, was this the day? Today was the day. Today, how about that? Yeah. yeah. Today, happy birthday acquisition of Twitter by Mr. Elon Musk. This is uh, the first year anniversary of that takeover. And I say takeover because he saw that it was not a free speech platform and now he has turned it into one but he has become the number one troll that's what people are calling him now <laughs> it's like he's doing everything he's talking to people he's on different people's podcasts he's on different people's uh, uh live what do you call them moments uh -huh. twitter moments and anyway so let's get on through this and i'll just scroll through some of these treat tweets and and talk to you about them uh but this one was about all the crimes and that you know tucker is talking about him Mm -hmm. Was this the very first one? Is that where you stopped? I'll just, I'm going to go back up and I might bounce back down, but this is the why your doctor gets aggressive. And so this is what Andy covered in the first segment on vaccine war headlines, how much the bonus is when your whole regimen of patients gets vaccinated. It makes a huge difference. It's like fumbling the ball at the one yard line, you know, <laughs> right? in, instead of just a six or seven point or eight point difference, it could actually mean a 16 point difference on one play. That could pay for one staff person. Yeah, there you go. And so that's on died suddenly. So there's our Twitter feed. You can see it. We are live streaming right now on Rumble and diggingdeeper.us or diggingdeeperus is our Twitter handle. Streaming TV podcasts, explosive documentaries, providing network programming to radio stations since 1994. 
you know, we are actually providing radio programming to agricultural stations in the in the areas of horses, cattle, and harvesting. Surprisingly, we have podcasts just about anything. In fact, go to hailbroadcasting.com, H-A-L-E, broadcasting.com, and you'll see dozens of podcasts there. Anyway, yeah, most of them are originals. Right. We cover topics others won't, and we're loaded with truth bombs, like that one. <laughs> like about that the, one. <laughs> like the one about the vaccines and all the stuff that Tucker does. And then I love this one. Did you see this? I did. Isn't that the truth, though? Take that theme and roll with it, huh? Well, <laughs> the Twitter files, which now they're you know we're calling it the X Files, which is Twitter's new name. That's not in relation to the Twitter files that they're talking about on the screen. The Twitter files are what Elon Musk went ahead and released after he took over Twitter, thank you, one year ago today, on this day in history, when he turned over and released uh, the revelations that there was so much suppression of free mm -hmm. speech and all kinds of things mm -hmm. and collusion with the government, big tech, big pharma, all of them together. Right. So if you're going to open up the Twitter files... What's that's, underneath that? <laughs> I think what we're saying here is these... That's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Is that what we're saying about the Twitter That's files? That's what here? we're saying, yep. Yeah, just the tip of the iceberg. Now, <clears throat> this was a couple of days ago, but I wanted to show this because this is a, looks a lot like the Patriot missile systems that we had over in Desert Storm when we first went over to uh, protect uh, Iraq, um, excuse me, Saudi Arabia, the king, from evil old Saddam Hussein, the Iraqi leader, right? So anyway, in 1990, I went over there to Desert Storm, and it was the first time they deployed these Patriot missile batteries. And I believe this is what these are pictured, because they look so similar. But I just wanted to show you that Kenikoa the Great is another one of those people, uh, one of those Twitter feeds that are really credible. And in fact, a lot of times Elon is talking to him and retweeting what he's, what he's saying, and they're going back and forth. So... You see tweets from Kenikoa the Great. We believe you can trust those. And this was just showing the fact that we've sent lots of equipment and troops over to the war over there. And right before we went live, I heard that we uh, now have troops on the ground in Israel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Stephen Miller, MD, PhD. He has a really good point here. I want you to go ahead and read through this whole thing when you have a chance. But this is called... Brinkmanship. If you can relate to the missile crisis, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay. When Castro had missiles right outside of Florida, of course. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, Russia, Russia, and we're trying to overthrow him, and the assassination of the president just getting ready to happen, and Kennedy actually calmed everybody down right. somehow and calmer heads prevailed and the Russians backed off. Right. And suddenly we had no war. And everybody thought that was going to be the end of times. Well, that's pushing your cards to the brink. That's pushing your strategy to the brink of war almost to over the edge to see 
where the opponent will then make his move. Ah. And that's called brinkmanship. So really interesting article here. It's a game of chess. The unfolding situation in the Middle East is often resembles a game of chess. Moves and counter moves, strategies and tactics, all clearly calculated. calculated. But uh, in this geographical or geopolitical chess match, the stakes are human lives, regional stability, and global security. Everybody's thinking World War III. Mm -hmm. We must recognize that there are no winners in a conflict of this magnitude, only degrees of loss. Mm. So the perils of brinkmanship, pushing a situation to the brink of disaster to achieve one's objectives. The unfortunate situation with the Israel and Hamas problem is the fact that one of them just wants the other dead. Right. And, and if you don't um, appreciate human life, then you're, you're not on that beginning. You can't start from... There's no ground zero. There's no, There's ground no, zero. no foundation. Right. That's what this talks about. You know, in such an environment, a single misstep can spiral out of control, a misunderstanding. The idea that any side can emerge victorious from such a scenario becomes increasingly untenable. Mm -hmm. So it's it, great, great tweet here. Uh, we recommend that you follow Dr. David Miller or Stephen Miller. And uh, Kenneko is also retweeting some things there. <laughs> that was a picture of, no, that was not Biden. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's move on down. Pentagon. Yeah, this was what they were deploying. So this was interesting. To know that Kenakoa is also uh, very in touch with what's going on with the military movements. He's connected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he is tracking the U.S. naval assets near Israel. He's got an entire chart here. And I, I just want to tell you that this is Truman's Matrix, right? Yeah. So we're not just going through things that are happening in the world, but I want to talk to you about this inversionism concept uh, of that how we're we're never really told the truth and we're always distracted so that's really kind of the opposite they want you to think of the opposite so let me just tell you this let me just ask you this when did this conflict begin now i'm not i don't mean when did the whole israeli conflict and you know then you know gaza strip thing happen first but i mean recently when did it kick off was it a surprise? Let me ask you this. Was it a surprise? No. Well, yes, it was. Everybody thought it was a surprise. If it wasn't a surprise, they would have been able to defend themselves. Well, they knew something was coming. There's okay. How did they know something was coming? Uh, intel. Well, intel. Yeah. Okay. So let's back up a little bit. Mm, I think I actually have this maybe in this tweet. If not, I'll just tell you about it right now and we'll see it here in just the very near future. Okay. And... That is, in January, the yeah. United States and Israel Defense Forces, right. IDF, had a, the, not a, and no, this wasn't just some people did some things. <laughs> okay? They had the largest, just January, how many, 10 months ago, nine, right. months, nine months ago, just a baby ago. <laughs> they had the largest joint military exercise in their history together and it was focused on defending themselves <clears throat> against a multitude of surrounding Arab nations yep and they prepared specifically for any kind of attack 
for that. And it was the largest in history. We have the paperwork. We have that. Kenneco of the Great, I think, is the one we got it from. That information is here. It's right there on diggingdeeper.net. And you will see that the United States was not surprised, and neither was Israel surprised by the fact that the, the dome was attacked. And yes, it may have been hit, but this, just like the Lusitania, and just like Pearl Harbor, mm. just like 9-11, everything mm. needed a catalyst. Yeah. Every big action needed the people behind the effort, you know, and the whole Ukrainian thing kind of wore out. It was like, we're done sending money over there. Hello. Good night. Yeah. Goodbye. Where else can we send our money? Yeah. So, oh, let's have another conflict over here and we can get a whole bunch of money ah, yeah, sent yeah, in yeah. on this compassionate effort and it's all just a bunch of garbage. So uh, we may see that tweet later, but let's go down quickly to the next subject and that is the number of illegal aliens in this country since Biden took office. He's probably eaten as many ice cream cones. But <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> the number of illegal aliens crossing into the United States since Biden took office now tops the individual population of Wyoming, right? Well, that was quite a while ago. Uh, and Vermont, Alaska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Delaware, Rhode Island, Montana, Maine, New Hampshire, Hawaii, West Virginia, Nebraska, Idaho, New Mexico, Mississippi, Kansas. I don't mean all together. I mean, every individual single state has a lower population than the number of illegals that have entered since he came into office. Let's keep going on the list all the way at number 34. Kansas, Arkansas, Iowa, Nevada, Utah, Connecticut, Oklahoma. It'd be a lot easier to just say the list of the ones that aren't. Right. <laughs> well, what are the biggest, large, the largest 12 states? These are the only states that have a higher population than the number of illegals that have entered since Biden took office. Yes. You can see the numbers on the screen, so I won't read the rest of the low ones. Let's look at the high ones. Okay, so California has more people than the number of illegals that have come in. All right. Great. As well as Texas, Florida, New York, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Ohio, Georgia, North Carolina, Michigan, New Jersey, and Virginia. Oh, that's a whole dozen. A dozen states that the illegals are not quite as big at as yet. Yet. Right. If there was one yet. state where all the illegals were, that state would still be larger than 38, 38 states. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they wanted to boost their votes, didn't uh, they? Yeah. They. Yep. Yep. Vote Democrat. And the intermittent fasting is actually, <laughs> I reposted this because this oh. is very important here. I, I wanted to show that this came up as an ad after we had a podcast, and of course this is normal. Yeah. But then we heard from two or three different people that all praised fasting and said that they had helped them. One, tell us about the cancer deal. Yes, I had a friend who saw a carcinoma building on her lip, mm -hmm. and she did a three-day water-only fast, and she said she could feel it shrinking, and it was minimal by the time she had to go to the doctor that next week. And so she still has to have some of it removed, but she knew that it was helping. Fantastic, yeah. And there were other testimonials as well just in the last week. But one of the neatest things that happened for those who are believers, and you know, practically everyone in our audience, we, probably, we believe that most of you believe in God, believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. If you don't, we're constantly encouraging you to understand and know that good news. It's your choice whether or not you follow him because God did not make puppets, but he did give us a free will. And, and he also gave us instructions that every one of us 
are to go out and tell others about the good news of Jesus. Yes. One of those people is Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson from Louisiana. Congratulations, sir. You are the new Speaker of the House of Representatives in the United States of America. And for the first time in as many years as I can remember, we have a conservative who believes in the same values with the same statement of vision that we have, and that is God first, Constitution, and then free enterprise, mm -hmm. and then all the politics and BS after after family. So it's God, country, which is Constitution, right? Family, free enterprise, and then all the BS and you know other things, right? And you know I know they have to go through a lot to get these laws made for us and to to help represent the people. So. I appreciate the job they're doing, and now finally, they have a nutcase. No, a good guy. A good guy. I say that because you know this is Truman's Matrix, so they're they're calling him a nutcase. He actually dared to pray on the floor on the House floor a after his very first meeting. Look at that. And you know what? That's the only time you should take a knee. I'm just saying. That's right. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not at an NFL game, Travis Kelsey, no, Mr. Pfizer. No, you take a knee to God oh. only. God only. Mm, mm, mm. Not happy with him. Oh. This was the original story that you had posted in our new podcast earlier, and that mm -hmm. was good. We're going to close out this segment of Truman's Matrix with just this one thing. And this is from this lady. It's uh, two minute, two, uh, a little bit over two minutes. You can see on the screen now, it's from Inversionism. They had reposted it. All vaccines are bioweapons. The current paradigms of modern vaccinology with the use of toxic adjuvants, preservatives, and metals was birthed by Jonas Salk, a card-carrying eugenicist, eugenics, mm -hmm. you see that? Transhumanist who is funded by the Rockefellers who are also eugenicists. I have proof of that because I have a Jonas Salk video from the 80s when he was sitting down and talking with the guy from public television, actually, in an interview. We have that on our channel. Just look up Jonas Salk and his ideas on depopulation. It's all about depopulation, and it's not about curing us. Andy told you that in an earlier segment. Right. Let's go ahead and finish off by listening to her. I can't remember her name. That's not as important as the information that she's going to share. History, so here we go. His, history of any vaccine saving so much as one life. In fact, they are bioweapons, and if you give them to a young child, and the younger the child, the more destructive they are to that immune system. And so it's a combination. It's a combination. If you know where the who comes from, I think I put a note down here to where it comes from. But anyway, it was started up by Rockefeller. And what was Rockefeller into? Eugenics. Euthanasia and eugenics. That was Rockefeller back in the 30s. They own the who. They own the NIH. So now the game is... These people aren't dying fast enough. Uh, we can make a lot more money, and they'll die a lot faster if we put out these vaccines and we use them on small children. Children first. 
and then we make it compulsory, then we can even say the kid can't go to school unless he's vaccinated. Mandatory vaccines are murder in the first degree. That is what they are. You're invading a person's body with poisons. And the shock is horrible. Uh, in real life, you don't have to deal with 10 different germs, viruses at once, usually one at a time. But when they give a child a vaccine, or anybody, but children the worst, and that system is soaking up in an instant all these poisons I just listed here, plus a lot of viruses, they don't tell you what they are. The immune system, especially of a child, just throws up its hands in horror and says, I can't cope. This is too much. This is not like real life. They give you an overwhelming amount of poisons at one time. And that's what happens. And that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix, a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world, a production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network, or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.